You're listening to the Embrace Running Podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Elena, and this is episode number 233 for May 1st, 2018. Welcome back. Let's talk about some running, or lack of running, I think we'll be. Or both, I guess. Or both. Running and lack of running. So, what's going on today? We're going to be catching up with what's going on with us. Uh, maybe talk a little bit about our upcoming, our next race, where we're going to try to watch pigs fly, something like that. Let's go with that. And, um, Do you think we'll actually see some pigs flying? Because if I don't see at least one, I'm going <laughs> to be disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. We will talk about a couple news stories, some some recent, some a little bit older, and then we are going to finish it off with kind of a really small, that's always the plan, a really small, tight, concise, but not precise uh, recap of the Oakland Half Marathon, which we did. Um, I think that's the plan. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I, I, let me apologize off the top. My allergies have been killing me, so I've had a cough that just will not go away. So you might hear me cough at some point during this thing. I have a cough drop in me in me mouth right now, and uh, <laughs> got my bottle of water. But uh, I will will try to not have to cough. So yeah, there All you right. go. Um, let's jump into things. Let's catch up. What's going on with you? How was your April? Basically, uh, I guess it was pretty good. I actually ended up running. I think every single day except for one, which was not on purpose. Just worked out that way. Um, ended up taking that, that day off because I was just like, eh, feel kind of tired. Want to rest. So, yeah, totally worth it. Um, got some long runs in training for Flying Pig. So, a 16 miler, 18 miler, and a 20 miler. So, um, felt okay with those and have been putting in some consistent mileage. Haven't been doing any speed work really because I'm not really planning on being speedy at this race. Um, or uh, I guess event or challenge or whatever you want to call it, but just looking to run back to back days. So yeah, I've been doing that. And then also continue to do my pushups every day, which we started that. Was that in March? That, that was no. March. Was it March or was it February? Anyways, uh, continue <laughs> doing pushups and then added for April. What was no, the we challenge? St- we st- I think we started in February yeah, because then, then March was like the stretch March. thing, I yes, think, yes, that we, we didn't we do. Didn't, we didn't like to stretch. Yeah. And then April added planks. Mm-hmm. Which I did every day except for two days because I literally just forgot those two days. I just forgot to do them and then I like woke up the next day. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to do that. So I think for May, I'll continue to try to do both. And then if there's a, a May challenge added, then maybe I'll just add that. Mm-hmm. I'll just keep adding. Um, so yeah. Um, I guess that's really much it for me for April. So okay. yeah, I uh, didn't do any racing. Um, mm-hmm. Just pretty much getting ready for, for Flying Pig, which is right around the corner. So are you ready for Flying Pig? Mm, as ready as I'm going to be at this point. Okay. No, no, no time goals or anything, right? We we are no. doing challenges, so yeah. Um, no, just looking to to enjoy the weekend, mm-hmm. the whole race weekend there, and uh, and just get get it done. So yeah, no no time goals okay. as of now. All right. Yep. So how about you? How was your April? How was my April? Yeah. Um, Which I already know the answer to this. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but good setup anyways, thanks, right? Thanks, thanks, thanks. Um, I, I think, I guess, I guess things could always be worse. Um, my April was a disaster, so I, I'm very happy that we're now May 1st and, and done with April. Yeah. So uh, March was a cool month, three races, you know, I was starting to click, get back in shape, things were going well, and then I think it was actually on March 31st exactly. Um, my, yeah, it was. My, my yep. doofus brain, I guess, kicked in, um, so I sprained my ankle. Um, pretty bad sprain actually. Yep. Um, nothing to do with running actually. Um, embarrassing <laughs> to say I fell in a hole. Um, 
more embarrassing to say it's it's a hole that I had dug. <laughs> <laughs> so um was planting trees in the backyard and um it was either not paying attention or I slipped. I, I honestly have no idea how it happened, but literally fell in a hole and ankle did not go the correct direction. And um yeah, that happened. So I was off to emergency room, thankfully actually no broken bone or bones. But they threw me in a boot, and so, well, I started off on a boot and crutches because I literally could put no weight on it for several days, um, and then I was in a boot for 10 days, and then out of the boot, off to physical therapy, and um, I've been to physical therapy twice. I, I still have one more appointment coming up, um, and so my April, in terms of running, has totaled two runs for the entire month, uh, each of one mile, and each of them hurt. And yeah, so that's my preparation for Flying Pig. So I. But you had been doing well before that. Before that was going great. <laughs> like I said, I was super excited and things were rolling. Yes, you know, it's always, you know, going to be a good year and all this stuff. And um, like I said, sprained an ankle and. Um, was worse than I thought it was going to be. And the recovery has been worse than I thought it was going to be. I thought I would bounce back a lot quicker. Um, but it's, I mean, it, it actually still hurts today just to walk. So, um, you know, I did two one mile runs and actually the first one went better than the second one, but, um, I have no explanation on that. So I'm trying to do as best I can. The exercises that gave me a PT, um, Really liked my physical therapist. She's a, she's also a runner, so I always say if you're if you're dealing with running stuff, it's always good to have a doctor or a sports med or a physical therapist that's also a runner because they mm-hmm. kind of understand things. Because you know, one of the things with my doctor who is not really a runner, she runs a little bit, but um, nothing on the level of us or probably most people that are listening to this. But uh, I was like, yeah, I have this uh, marathon coming up, and. Uh, in a couple of weeks and you know, so she, she actually rushed to get me into physical therapy and out of the boot. And so, um, but PT has been good. And so, um, yeah, just trying to get ready for flying pig. So I did make the, the very smart decision. I did downgrade from the full marathon and I'm going to be doing the half marathon, but I'm, I, well, I technically downgraded from the four way with extra cheese to the three way with extra cheese. Yeah, it's one less way. One less way. Yeah. Um so instead of could help. So I'm still scheduled to do a one mile race on Friday, the five K and ten K on Saturday, and instead of the full I'm doing the half marathon on Sunday. You're doing the same thing, but you are doing the full marathon on Sunday. So um that's what I'm looking at. I just kinda decided that, you know, I'm gonna I actually debated like, oh, should I just do the marathon, ditch the challenge? Um originally if you would have asked me two weeks after I sprained my ankle, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be good. I can still do the full, you know, and, um, after as time went on, that became unrealistic. So, but I'm, I'm still planning to do the challenge. I expect I'll be doing a lot, a lot of walking, um, throughout the weekend. So, um, yeah. I mean, any, Friday, any, any time goal, time goals. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to try to finish that half marathon in under three hours. Is going to be my your time goal. I guess my goal. Yeah. And, and my other goal is to try to finish the 10K before the 5K starts. <laughs> Otherwise, that's not going to happen. But um, Well, I mean, you walk pretty fast. so I do. Um, you, ba- you basically have two hours to finish the 10K. So And I, and I, and I think my uh, my tolerance for pain while running is pretty good. I'd say in everyday life, I'm a typical man. and <laughs> Maybe not the best <laughs> at dealing with pain. But uh, during a race, I'm, I think I'm actually pretty good with that. So... Um, we'll see. So I'm, I'm just super happy to be done with April and, um, hopefully 
get back to running. Um, I mean, Flying Pig now is in five or five days, something like that. It's right around the corner. I don't Mm -hmm. even know if I'm going to run before then. My PT was kind of like, you know, don't almost like you're better off just saving the legs and. Right. I mean, really, like, like, oh, like, what fitness are you going to gain? Right. I'm not going to gain. You're not going to gain any fitness, really. So, so. Um, from here on, from here on to, from here to Flying Pig. God, I couldn't get that sentence yeah. out. Yeah, but yeah, like you, looking forward to the weekend. Hopefully, it'll be fun. Um, and things not too personal. I, I'm certainly, like I said, I was super bummed at the beginning of April in my boot. I was like, oh, this sucks. This is, you know, I was so bummed, and um, but whatever, things could be worse. Mm-hmm. That is so, true. Yeah. All right. Should we move on? Yes. I don't think there was anything else to say about my situation. Okay. So, um, one thing we just wanted to throw out there, um, we did. <laughs> wait, d- did I register for this race while I was? Yes. Okay. So while you're recovering, while recovering from mm-hmm. my sprained ankle and in a boot, there's nothing better to do with your time than register for more races, right? Of course. So, um, we said before we were thinking about doing it, but we pulled the trigger and we signed up for the Philadelphia Half Marathon, mm-hmm. which is at the end of the year. So we'll be doing that one, going to East Coast. Two weeks after New York, is that correct? Yeah. So, so we'll be we'll be going to the East Coast and then we'll be going to the East Coast. Right after that. Yeah. So um yeah. So register for the race, flights are booked, hotels booked, we're basically good to go. Um and then the other one is we have not registered, but we are thinking about doing is the one of the Revel races, the big cottonwood out in Utah. Um That's in September. Yes. If anybody's keeping yeah. track. So if anybody has suggestions or <laughs> cautionary words on that one to let us know because we're thinking about that one we were actually we actually popped into vegas real quick like a week ago um which which is not good to do on a sprained ankle right. but you know that yeah. was already booked because so. everything <laughs> is just so far in vegas like well it was like like elevator to the room is just like a mile let alone like getting out of the hotel we, we were laughing because i actually did catch a cold last month too oh yeah you did. um and so right. it was right before we went to vegas and then so i was laughing i was like okay i have a cold kind of hard to breathe and I have a messed up ankle, so I shouldn't walk a lot, and I shouldn't breathe poor air, and so I'm going to Vegas where I just get to breathe smoke and walk 20 miles a day. Yeah, perfect. So yeah, that was a great plan, but um, yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about um, some some old stories, uh, a little bit old, but we got to at least mention it here on the podcast at some point, Boston Marathon, because it was an incredible and amazing race this year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were out there, you froze your butt off in really cold conditions mm-hmm. cold and rain and wet and windy and thanks to being cold and windy and wet um ethiopians and kenyans did not fare so well and americans toughed it out including mm-hmm. americans that nobody ever heard of um so des Linden gets the win at boston which was super exciting we watched we did not watch it live we recorded the race mm-hmm. um we did a horrible job of staying away from news about the race right um, mainly because I got like a little bit of news and then a little bit. And I was like, and wait, you wait, want more news? Yeah, right? I was like, wait, yeah. what, what, what like, happened? Wait, what happened? How did that happen? What's what's going on? Yeah, I just heard like, wait, wait, bathroom stop? What, yeah. what you know, Shalane, yeah. what's going on? Um, so yeah, Shalane made a pit stop and a porta potty, which you don't see elites do. Uh, I think she was unofficially clocked at 13 seconds, which is amazing. <laughs> Even elites go to the bathroom really fast. Um, but yeah, Des Linden uh, obviously got the got the win. It was super exciting, fun to watch. Um, over on the men's side, a uh, Japanese runner wins the race. And am I going to butcher his name? Or do you want to butcher his name? Say the first name. Uh, Yuki Kawauchi. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, we said that in yeah. unison. So either we were both absolutely correct or wrong. Um, but yes, he was the male winner. So totally awesome to see a runner from Japan. Um, and he's also kind of, can I call him like the Iron Man of running? Sure. Elite running because this guy runs for an elite. He runs all the time. All the time. Um, like multiple <laughs> marathons a year. Um, my I think my favorite, well, I mean, Des Linden winning the race was probably, I guess, my favorite moment. Yeah. I thought the funniest moment of the race, though, was watching the the TV coverage was, oh, yeah. you know, Des Linden wins and then they kind of go over to the second place female finisher and the announcers that are calling it on TV are just, here's the second place, you know, I'm paraphrasing, second place female sellers. And then there was just there dead was air like for nothing. five seconds. Yeah. And then they just like moved on. Because, yeah, because they have nothing on it. Because they had no <laughs> idea who this woman is. Um, so I, I thought that was actually the funniest part. Um, I think the memes going on that day of, you know, Sarah who or Seller who was kind of uh, funny. Turns out she's an American runner, ran in college, I think only her second marathon. But um, she crossed the finish line, thought she was maybe top 10 and kind of shocked to find out um, that she was second. So really odd day. Um Due to the weather, lots of people dropping out, but led to a lot of Americans in the top 10, both on the men's side and the women's side. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say about Boston? No, I don't think so. I summed it up pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was actually like really exciting to watch, yes. which I know some people are like, what? Watching a marathon is exciting. But no, it was it was really exciting to watch. So, um. Another race that we find exciting that nobody else would try to find, or I guess normal people won't find exciting, uh, Barkley Marathons Yes, yeah, so also took place. Yeah. Um, we've talked about this race several times now. Um, it's a ridiculous 100-mile-ish, because uh, it's really more probably like 120 or beyond, um, ultramarathon in, in Tennessee Mountains. Uh, and it's basically, you know, five 520-ish mile loops that you have to complete within a certain period of time. Uh, typically, it's... Uh, 60, 60 hours or basically 12 hours per 20 mile loop and um, very few finishers overall. I mean, it's like, I think the finisher rate is like, is I mean, it's like 1% or something super low. Um, so this year, nobody finished the race. Uh, conditions were not the greatest. Um, I mean, you already have a lot kind of to, to deal with and, you know, going and going into Barkley marathons, you know, navigating and just tough, tough terrain and everything. But it was, I think, pretty foggy. Um, and rain too. So just visibility was kind of a, a, an issue and then just, you know, a lot of mud and that sort of thing. But yeah, no finishers at all. Um, they do have a fun run, which is basically finishing three of those loops. So at least 60 miles is their fun run, um, under a certain period of time. And there was only one fun run finisher this year, which was Gary Robbins. Um, he might sound familiar because we've talked about him in the last two years. Uh, this was his third attempt and still unfortunately did not finish the full 100 mile race um but he did he was the only fun run finisher this year so the the race definitely won this year again again but for sure like by far won this won this year yeah and i think one fun run is it finisher jameel cory yeah um if you go to his youtube channel um he has some good kind of kind of raw it's not like a movie or short film or anything but he has a lot of raw footage from from the race so you can kind of see what the conditions were it was kind of a a good way to see what the race yeah. was like this year. So. Good point. Yep. Um, other big races. Um, London Marathon happened. To be honest, we paid little attention to it. Um, kind of other things going on at that time. Um, but, but oh, go ahead. There's two butts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just want to mention. Um, 
Elliot Kipchoge was the the men's winner in um because he's just a beast and that's what he does. Right. <laughs> he just wins he just races wins. in really fast times. Yeah. Um, he just but, does that. But I guess probably the big story was Mo Farah finishing um, in third place. So. Mm-hmm. And I think setting a new uh, British record mm-hmm. there. So. All right. Other big news back to the United States. Um, United States Olympic marathon trials, which this is the 2020 trials. Um the announcement in terms of where it's going to be located has come. So Atlanta is going to be the host city for the event. And um, I'm assuming, I believe that's going to coincide with the Atlanta marathon yeah, and kind of a similar situation to what we talked about, I guess two years ago now when we went to LA. Yeah. Yeah. 2016. Right. Yep. Um, Yep. We went to LA to watch the Olympic marathon trials and then ran the LA marathon. So they chose Atlanta for the race. Um, and so, yeah, I guess we're kind of thinking of going to Atlanta. So if anybody has anything to say about the Atlanta Marathon, um, let us know. Please let us know because when they yeah. said Atlanta, I was like, okay, cool, Atlanta. And I was like, so what race is that going to, like, is that going right. to coincide? Yeah. And then Atlanta Marathon, I was like, oh, okay, cool, the Atlanta Marathon. I know nothing about the <laughs> yeah. Atlanta Marathon. Right, you Literally, don't really hear about it. Like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So please, feedback. Anybody, if, if, if that's a mistake to go out there for that race or... um. I don't know. I think we were just kind of thinking it, thinking of it because we did have a fun weekend in L.A. with watching the trials. Yeah, you go and watch the trials the race. and then race the, the do the race the next day. And we've actually never been to Atlanta, so it would work out in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so possibilities for races down the line, I guess. Um, the other thing I was going to mention, uh, Big Sur was just this past weekend, which looked a little overcast. But um, I know for people that did Boston to Big Sur was probably. Some much needed relief uh, in terms yeah, of weather. Yeah, it looked overcast, but not not raining and not hot. So. No, um, so good things there. But um, big sir, oh wait, back to London. the The lottery for London is open. Oh right? yeah, it is. Um, yeah, for a couple I think more it days, closes so. on the fourth, I believe. So if you if you waited too long to listen to this, uh, the lottery. Sorry about that. Sorry, you, lottery's closed. Um, but back to big sir because it was this past weekend. I just want to mention uh, race raves, which is it's where you go to. Review, review races. races. Mm-hmm. I don't spend a lot of time on the website, but um, I think I guess kind of think of it as like the Yelp for races. Good, good description. All right, all right, yeah. Um, back in March, well, it went into April when they did it. Um, they did kind of the uh, a March Madness type of deal, a big bracket, basically trying to decide on um America's favorite race or as they described it, their rave race. And so Big Sur was the the overall champion mm-hmm. of basically um, on race raves. I, let's call it America's favorite race. So they were the ultimate winner, uh, beating out New York City in the finals. And the other races in the final four was Little Rock and Chicago. So just wanted to throw that out there. I think Flying Pig was last year's winner. I think so too. But I could be wrong on that one. But yeah. I, but um, that's kind of cool considering we're going to Flying Pig. And, um, so does that mean we have to do Big Sur next year because Big Sur was a winner? We've already done it. So Okay. Um, technically, if you go by the final four, the race we'd have to sign up for next would be Little Rock, because mm. that's the one in the final four that we haven't. Good point. Done. Good point. Trying that to look sense. at the others in the the elite eight, I guess. Yeah, and we're doing New York. Did you just run into the microphone? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Flying Pig actually made it to the elite eight, I guess, this year. So nice. So, if nothing else, if you want to go check out Race Raves for their March Madness bracket thing, at least it's like a pretty cool list of you know. 
64 cool races that you might want right. to do at some point in time. Yep. I know there was a couple on there that I was like, hmm, never heard of it. What is this? And so I was looking up a couple random races just based on um, how that was going. And then I know there was a few matchups that I was like, hmm, that's weird, but okay. All right, let's move on. What is next? Um, oh, are we jumping to Oakwood now? Uh, no, I think you still have to do this. Uh, oh, the yes. registration issue. Thank you. Last yeah. story. Um, yeah, in the world of race reg. So um, Modesto Marathon, which is a race here in Northern California, we've run it. Well, we've done the half. We've done before. the half a couple years in a row, I think. Or Did we? We've done it a couple years. Okay. Yeah, total. Um, and so we've done race reviews on the past about it. And um, saw a story out of their Facebook page from, I guess, about a week ago. Um, basically, the race is out 60 grand. So how did this happen? I guess uh, a company by the name of Race Partner, um, which was their registration company for the race. So when you actually went to complete your registration and pay your reg, they're the company that handles that back-end process and then would send that registration money, I'm assuming minus their fees, over to the race. Apparently has not paid them $60,000, which for a race like Modesto is a pretty massive chunk of change. Mm -hmm. Um, And so as the story goes, Modesto is not the only race that had problems with this company. Apparently this company owes a lot of people a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know what happened. Um, A lot of shadiness. Um going on i guess you could say but um lots of races around the country having the exact same problem i know modesto filed the local police report um supposedly they're now part of what is an fbi investigation into um the company although the fbi is neither confirming nor denying an ongoing investigation but um there's races all over the country that are basically out money one estimate i saw i swear it said two million dollars possibly um is what the total is for this company i know the san francisco giants because they actually do their giants race mm-hmm. um they might have some other events too um supposedly won recently a judgment of six hundred twenty-one thousand dollars against the company so i guess well i guess it's pretty easy to get to 2.5 million then um i think the chicago cubs had to have a similar race too mm-hmm. and i can't remember if they won a settlement already or in process of all that too so yeah no dana point in southern california i think due to their thanksgiving race is owed i think over two hundred thousand dollars so um i guess how does how does something like this happen i guess the way it works is the reg company collects all the money from the registrations and then once a month would either send a check or an electronic payment to the race Mm -hmm. and so i guess i think the way it was is sixty thousand was basically for two months that didn't get paid and then obviously the race said like hey there's a major problem here and they changed registration companies onto somebody else but um i could see how too you know you don't get that first payment you might not notice for a week or two, and then you're like, "Hey, yeah. what's going on? We haven't received our payment." Right. By which time, like, you're, oh, we have no reason to suspect anything. Right. You know, like wait a little bit. By so. which time, you're already basically at the end of the second month, right? And, and then you can kind of make a change. So, um, an interesting story. And just in case you get thrown into um, any kind of race reg page, um, that that says race partner, you might want to. Step Think back, twice. double check, check yeah. with the race, make sure that's still, you know, send them a link to the story type of thing. I don't know. Um, pass that that's along. That's a good idea. Yeah. Although, to be honest, I had actually never heard of the company. Yeah, I haven't And I can't either. remember if I've ever done a reg through them. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound familiar to me. Unless they're only doing some back-end stuff and we wouldn't see the name. So, mm-hmm. um, interesting story there. 
Okay, now I've completed all the stories I was going to get to. All right, right. good job. Yes, all right. Um, so let's talk really quick. I don't know about how quick, but um, <laughs> I actually don't think I have a lot to say about it. But um, we did do the Oakland Half Marathon. Um, which Do they still call it the Oakland Running Festival? Um, I think so. Yes, they do. I, yeah, they do. I just went to their website. Um, so we did that. That was our, our last race in March. So we're just going to talk a little bit about that, maybe share um, maybe a couple things from that. If we want to, um, I don't know where exactly we're going to start with that. I did go on the Friday. It was on the Friday, right? Yeah, because I was in Utah. Yeah, yes. Um, at the Reiner Summit. To yep. do the packet pickup for myself and yourself. Um, they had, it was weird. They didn't really call it an expo or packet pickup. They called it their uh, something beer related. I can't remember. Yeah, like yeah. Beer, happy hour. I think it was like happy yeah, hour happy packet hour, pickup right. for two hours or something. And it was a, a local beer company Lagunitas was the the host for that so i went there um actually took bart over there local public transpo um from the east bay over to it was at the marriott slash convention center in oakland and um got off of bart walked into the hotel doors there and i saw a line because I, I think this happy hour was like five to seven or something and i think i got there right at five basically and i walked in the hotel and i saw the line i was like huh I was like, holy crap, this is a long line, right? And the, the line was actually going out the door. And then I walked out the door and I was like, oh, okay. And then I kept walking and then I had to make a right turn on another street. And I just looked and the, the line just kept going down the block. And I was like, holy moly, this is ridiculous. Um, so yeah, so got there right at that time. And it was a very long line that moved extremely quickly uh, into the room. But I think basically like three people after me, they stopped the line because there was too many people basically inside. Because mm. um, it was basically sense. a long line outside to get inside to stand in another long line to actually get your your bib and stuff but um yeah other than that just very small kind of expo-ish thing um but got the packets no problem got shirts i guess I'm trying to remember what yeah, it yeah, looked yeah. like yeah it's the the long sleeve oh that's right with the thumb holes thumb non, holes non-tech <laughs> shirt right but it what? is gender specific i think yes i think so yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, so I did that, and then the one cool thing was because it was their Long Juanita's happy hour, they had free beer, so I grabbed a beer, but it was just, you couldn't walk out of the expo room with the beer, so it was funny. You I was, stay there. I was standing with 30 people basically at the exit all trying to drink our beers before we could leave, so um, I got half That's my- That's pretty funny. I got half my beer down before um, I was like, I just have to go to catch another bar train so I can go home. Um So race day, interesting thing about the race, very, very late start mm-hmm. by our standards- um, at least for the half marathon for the half marathon yeah they did also have a marathon a 5k uh and a relay mm-hmm. i believe that was um i don't remember if they had a kids race i don't remember seeing anything about that but i don't either yeah uh and, and then just to give an idea of numbers a full marathon was about 780 people half marathon just shy of 3,000 the 5k 4,000 people um and then 245 people doing the relay is what I saw. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm always knocking the relays, but that's a pretty good chunk of people yeah, yeah. actually doing the relay. So, And I saw quite a few people out there doing the relay because they had... Um... Wait, was that... Now I'm getting my races confused. <laughs> I don't think it was this race. race. Never mind. Forget it. Forget what I just said. Okay. All right. Moving um, on. So... Yeah, we actually... It's, it's funny because to, around the race, there's actually no really great place to park. And so... Uh, one way, the, the kind of the recommended way to get there was to take BART public transportation, and then they were going to have 
shuttles that would take you from from the transportation basically to the race mm-hmm. so or the, or the race hotel or or you could yeah. stay at the race hotel and well, then take the shuttle yeah i think the race hotel was actually it's right across the street from bart yes so i don't even know that it's a different location R- oh yeah good point so okay. i think it's still the same shuttles yeah. from the same place but i could be wrong on that but i'm pretty sure um so we thought about doing that um turns out because it was a late start i i just hit up a very nice family member who was kind enough to uh, drive us and drop us off at the race and then pick us up after the race mm-hmm. so we kind of had our own private uber which worked out great yeah made it super easy yep um, yeah it was super easy so that was kind of cool on a personal level i guess that that i'm trying to think if i've ever have we ever had somebody drop us off at race and pick us up no i don't think so no nope yeah um so yeah got to the race start um interesting in that the the 5k was the earlier race mm-hmm. and so as we're kind of waiting around for the half marathon start the 5k is already done um right i don't know if they were done but they were out were they because did we see the the winner come through no but we we yeah. didn't see the winner but i thought we saw other people i don't remember that okay we're having issues our own debate here okay <laughs> and then yeah marathon had started prior to us as well okay yeah um things to note uh the half marathon start was delayed by about 15 minutes because they told us there was an issue out on the course which mm-hmm. i'll explain more on that when we get to the end um other than that <laughs> well because yeah we'll get to that i know i know yeah um, i know where you're going with that other than that boom it's a half marathon in oakland uh the funny thing about the race is i i did as a good runner should do i looked at the course map before the race uh, the day before, a couple days before. I had looked at it way before, but I looked at sure. it again and I said, no, I did. Oh, okay. Um, I said, all right, what am I in for? Let me take a look at this course map. And I, I looked at the course map for two seconds and I said, forget it. There's no way I'm going to remember anything about this course map because... Tons of turns. It's You're zigzagging all over Oakland. Yeah. Um, yep. Left turn, right turn, left turn, right turn. And, you know, it, it's you're just all over the place. So looking at the course map wasn't going to really do me any good. You're just, you're just hoping it's well marked out there because, yeah, yeah there's a lot of turns. I was like, wow, Re- that's a really lot. short out and back section. I think just one. Um, yeah, there's you, a lot of turns. and You do get to at least to start, you get to run around part of Lake Merritt, which is nice. Yes. And then to finish, you do it's the same. Lake Merritt, yes, yeah. which is very nice. Yeah, very nice. Uh, the rest of the course, I would say, was very unscenic. Is that a word? I don't think so, but. Um, How about just not scenic? Okay. okay. But I, I like unscenic. Okay. That's my official term. It's, Is that worse than that, not that's scenic? An, it's an official embrace. That's like the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> it was unscenic. No, I mean, um, the course just kind of zigzagged all over. You know, you kind of start around Lake Mary and then you head over to downtown Oakland. Um, you kind of head out to Jack London Square for anybody that's familiar. Um, bounce by kind of through Chinatown real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the one thing about kind of going through downtown Oakland is... You know, in terms of like crowd support and spectators or anything like that, there's nobody on around downtown Oakland like on the weekends in the mornings. Um, you know, a evening, weeknight is different, but on the weekends there's just nobody there, so um, it's just kind of empty. And yeah, there was really nothing interesting or n- nothing to look at. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, running through Chinatown's kind of cool. Around like Merritt's cool, um, but yeah. And there's kind of just like some like industrial areas mm-hmm. is the best way I can describe yeah. it mm-hmm. where you're just like, okay, like, I mean, you know, this is fine, but yeah, nothing particular to look at. So mm. a slightly yeah. different course than years past. I think they changed it because of hills and stuff. So I guess less hilly than the past 
Um, Although there was a, not a huge hill, but a bit of a slight incline towards the end when you're coming yeah. around like Merritt. Yeah. So, not too bad. Yeah. Um, um, other than that, I thought eight stations were cool. Yep. Um, you know, the volunteers out there out on course were, go- were great. Mm-hmm. Um, so no issues there. There was uh, one aid station um, manned uh, by like Raiders fans. Yes. Like full, if anybody is aware of what how crazy some Raiders Typical fans can Raider get. Typical Raider fans like you'll yeah, see on Yeah, so kind of like scary looking. Like I had to think <laughs> twice about whether I wanted to take, a <laughs> take a, a, um, a cup of water from one of them and actually ended up dropping it. So <laughs> ended up grabbing it from the tail at, table after him. But, but yeah, aid stations were, were good. Uh, Goo was the energy gel out on course. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there was at least one big area where they were handing out a bunch of uh, goo gels. I can't remember if there was a second area, but I know there was one for sure. Um, there's a, um, there's a section where you ran like under a little like fake bridge or something that had like fire. Do you remember that? Yeah. I don't know how to describe that. I don't either. It was kind of like a fire sculpture thing that you ran underneath or through. It was kind of like an arch. It was on fire. It was Mm -hmm. super awesome. Really cool. I know there was an official race photographer there at that point taking mm-hmm. pictures so i'm sure some people got some maybe some cool photos yeah yeah thought that was cool yeah yep anything else well since we're talking about the photos um the race photos are free mm-hmm. um if you uh signed up ahead of time to have them posted onto your facebook page then you would basically get them like right away i think mm-hmm. i mean i don't know what right away is i don't know if it's like right. later that day or the next day if you didn't want to do that then i think you ended up having to wait like a week or so to get your free race photos but always nice to get Free race free, photos. Yeah, free race yeah. photos. Because so. I'm yeah. certainly not buying them. <laughs> I mean, unless, you know, maybe it's a Boston <laughs> or New York or something, maybe buy them, but not for local races type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, that finish line, um, metal, some post-race food. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's kind of interesting coming through the finish line because I think you get, like, water first, or there was, like, Gatorade and then water or something like that, mm-hmm. and then it was, like, the metal. So it was, it was kind of yeah, weird was because weird. then I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't gotten my medal when I got to the people like giving out medals. I'm like, I didn't even like realize it first because it's usually like medal first, you right. know, before anything. And then, yeah. As it should be medal first, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, priorities. <laughs> Hydration is not the key right. after you finish a race. Yeah, the, metal, the medal is, yeah. is key. So, um, yeah. So um, water, Gatorade, metal, metal. And then you go through, uh, oh, then like pictures if you want to do that with like the backdrop. Which I guess had I thought about like, oh, free race oh, photos, that's... I probably would have done it. But I was so used to like, oh, no, you know, I'm not going to pay for them. Why am I going to stop? But I actually just thought about that right this second. Like, oh, I'm... I should have because I knew they were free. I should have just stopped and gotten my photo taken. But... And I'm cracking up laughing because of the same reason. I didn't yeah. think about that yeah, at I just all. thought about it right now. Because I, I skip photos at most. Right. Because I know I'm not going to buy them. Right. So it's like, I'll just keep moving on. But yeah, I didn't even think about it until like right this second. I'm like, oh, I could have stopped. And then there was a... um. Uh, an area with like post-race food, um, mm-hmm. I think f- like bananas, oranges, um, some random drinks that some vendors were there, you know, to for you to sample. Uh, I think Whole Foods was a big partner for the race, um, but they unfortunately ran out of most of the food that they were providing before half, marath- half marathoners came through, let alone marathoners. So um, I know that's something that they're going to work on for next year. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and then, um, so that's kind of like the secure runner area, and then it kind of just dumps you out to, like, just a big, a big finish area where, like, your check is, which was no problem, by the way, like, dropping off and picking up, um, and then there's a few other just vendors, and um, Fenton's was there, which is a pretty well-known ice, cream. ice creamery around here, 
And so they actually still had some left. We saw them handing it out to the, oh, you're right. They were handing it out to the 5Kers yes, before we left. So right. there were some 5Kers that were done. Um, Hang on, mark it on your calendar. <laughs> five one. I was right and she was actually wrong for yeah. once. Yes. And um, yeah, they still had ice cream when I when I got there. And so I was pretty excited that they had a, a non-dairy option. They had some really good sorbet. So I, I got that. But they, they did a really good job of whatever, however many servings they had. Mm-hmm. They like didn't give them all out like just right away. They actually mm-hmm. held on to, I don't, I can't remember how many servings, but they actually had a sign up that said, we will begin giving out servings again at like 11 something, you know, and it's like this many servings. So I guess that was for like half marathoners and marathoners. So that was kind of well, cool that they did that and split it up. Well, they did run out of ice cream. I know. But about three minutes before I walked up to it. Yeah. So. But I mean, at least it didn't like run out hours beforehand. Mm-hmm. Although I guess maybe that would have been better for you than, <laughs> oh, I just missed it by three minutes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Quite a few. We always talk about porta potties, so I got to mention that. Yeah, it was super easy. Yeah, super easy. I don't think I waited. Did we wait in a line for porta? Maybe, no. maybe. Yeah, I don't think there was a line for porta potty at all before no. or after. Well, after there usually isn't, but uh, before, not at all. So weather was pretty perfect. Mm-hmm. Cool, but not cold. Sunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else did you want? Oh, medals or? I mean, we posted a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know how, I mean, it's, you know, it's a no, nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing super uh, exciting and all the medals kind of looked similar, just slightly different sizes and different coloring, different ribbon colors. So yeah, I think that's all I have. Okay. I mean, I'm just going to go overall. Yeah. Um, you know, the race was fine. I, I, I wouldn't do it again because it, to me, the race just wasn't that interesting mm-hmm. of a race to go and do a second time. Um, it was organized well enough. You know, I had no issues with the race. The, right, right. You know, I, I'm not a big lover of late starts, but it was also kind of nice sleeping in and not having to get up like at four in the yeah, morning was, to go was, do something. It was kind of yeah. nice and different. And I, and I did like the, the, the pre-race and the post-race kind of finish line area there with a lot of booths and kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I did like that. Um, just like I said, the course, lots of turns, um, scenery to me, not that interesting, um, I've also been to Oakland a million times over my lifetime, so right. Um, yeah, anything else I missed? No, I mean, I, I yeah, I enjoyed it. I didn't have any problems with it. Just, um, yeah, not one that I would go back to, not for any particular reason, other than you know, just probably makes more sense for me to do a different race. Yeah. So. Um, and oh yeah, the other thing I would say is like for the full marathon, I think you're probably probably going to be pretty lonely out there. I mean, we yeah. said it was yeah what seven hundred people. Is that what we said? Um clicked away from my numbers here yeah 700 people for the full but just being out there on the course i think it's gonna be kind of lonely so i don't know if that's you know if that's something that you don't like then just keep that in mind right and the other thing too is there's a lot of other races to do in the san francisco bay area so Mm -hmm. um anything then i'm gonna anything else on the race because i'm gonna move on to their survey and kind of post survey. oh yeah no i think i think you're good going back to that okay yeah yeah so the one thing i i the race, like many races that we do, they sent out a post-race survey and asked for people's, you know, you answer all the questions and, and some races are asked better questions than other races. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of my complaints sometimes with post-race survey from races is you get the ones that are really geared at, hey, this survey is here to help the race sell itself to the local cities and municipalities right, right. on like, we... You know, you could tell based on the questions, oh, we're going to bring, you know, $500,000 of money to the city. So that's why you should let us have this race. Mm-hmm. And then other surveys are a little bit better about like, hey, how can we improve the event and stuff? So Oakland did send out a survey 
post-race. I don't know how long it was, but um, I know I did mine. I think you did yours. Where I want to give them big credit is they just sent us another email this week, which basically is like, hey, thanks for the survey. Here's what we learned and what happened with the mm-hmm. race and what we're going to change. So, Which you never see based on surveys, really. Yeah. It's only if like there's this big major problem, you know, like, I don't know, some like course was wrong or, you know, something. Then you see maybe a follow up email. But otherwise, yeah, you don't really hear anything as far as like the surveys go. Yeah. So I want to give them mad kind of props um, on, on that aspect of it. Um, and so they had their five things that they talked about the course changes from the year before and maybe what they're going to do next year. Um, they addressed apparently the length of the full marathon course was off. Mm-hmm, but they don't say like in what direction. Yeah. I don't know if it was that. short or long or how far off. Um, and then I guess there was an issue with the shuttles that took you from the host hotel and public transportation to the race, which according to the email was, I guess the reason the race was delayed. Right. So we got a slightly different story at the yeah. start, but I guess I guess technically there could have been an issue on the course with the buses getting there, maybe. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Well, uh, I also feel like if, if if we're there waiting as runners and you say like, oh, we're delaying because our shuttles are delayed, mm-hmm. I don't know, you might get more pushback versus like, right. we're delayed uh, because there's a problem on the course. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to go out there then if there's a problem on the course, <laughs> right? Like They, they just, say what they know. need to say to keep us all calm and in our corrals ready to go um so yeah they addressed the shuttles and then the fourth thing was the postponed race start those kind of related um and then kind of the fifth thing they addressed was um i guess the the food post-race um basically i think it is just with their vendors they they ran out of food so if you were a slower half marathoner or a slower full marathoner maybe most of the full marathoners Mm -hmm. by the time you got to the finish line area a lot of the food was gone like i said I did the half Fenton's ice cream ran out three minutes before me yeah. and I didn't exactly run a super slow, you know, I didn't run a fast time, but I also didn't run, um, what I would consider a super slow time. So, right. um, I think vendors just gave out too much food early and didn't kind of save it for, for later on. And part of that's due with basically the first race to finish is a very large 5k. Right. And then you get the half marathon. So half marathon, marathon people missed out, but like I said, that was the email that we got, and I really like the fact that they kind of addressed things and said, like, hey, this was, you know, they admitted, hey, this is what the problem was, and this is what we're going to try to do to, to correct it. So really like that. Wish more races would be, I guess, transparent is probably the best way to yeah. to describe it about yep. things. So, all right. Should we move on? Mm-hmm. So good luck to some people. Yeah. I want to wish uh, lots of people good luck at Flying Pig. Me? Me? Are you yeah. Me you? Okay, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Uh, Steve? Abel, Forbes, Paul, Libby, Aaron, who are all running various um, events. Events at the pig. Yeah, some are doing okay. the challenges. Some somebody's doing the half marathon. Somebody's doing the marathon. So, and anybody else who's at the pig and right. we, you haven't told us. Yeah, good luck to you. Also, um, and if you listen to this after the pig, hey, congrats on congrats. Good job. <laughs> good job. Way, Way to, go. to kill it. It was nice meeting you there. <laughs> it was a great weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs> all right, uh, get to some feedback. Sure message received so we heard from beth who let us know that we'll be getting our daylight savings hour back right before the new york city marathon so i don't know if anybody remembered uh we were talking about for the san diego half marathon we actually mm-hmm. lost the hour so we're actually gaining it back for new york city marathon so that, i will that, gladly that's take a good that time back. considering yes. it'll be a long day yep yeah i heard from patricia who's excited that we'll be running in long beach uh, that's where she did her first K and has been doing the Long Beach half since 2012. A few more years, uh, she said, and her name will be on a bench by the lighthouse. She and Juan, uh, another longtime listener, hope to see us at the expo there. 
heard from Pat. Wait, wait, wait can I go back oh. to that? I, I, I want to get my name on a bench. That'd be pretty cool. I think you need to do several years in a row. I know, but that, oh. that's like a really cool. Oh, just in general. Yeah. Gotcha. A thing for like a race. Like yeah. I think if there was a local race and I could get my name on a bench. Gotcha. Um, I would do that too. So, yeah. okay. Sorry. Okay. Continue. Um, where am I? I heard from Pat. Uh, so she's happy to hear that we'll be running New York City Marathon. She ran it in 2014 when it was unbelievably windy and is excited that we'll be doing it again this year. If all goes according to plan, um, she will be there as well. She did want to mention that if, or wanted us to mention that if we know anybody who wants to run for a charity, 261 Fearless, that's Catherine Switzer's global nonprofit that promotes running for women worldwide, ha- does have bibs. Um, so Pat's actually a volunteer coach for 261 Fearless. And last year she ran Boston with the charity team. It was an amazing experience. So if anybody's looking to run it and wants to run for charity. Uh, let's see. Heard from Diego, who's wishing us luck at Flying Pig. His training has been going surprisingly well. Those were his words, not ours. He doesn't think he's ever felt this good about his running. He's hoping to do great things this year. The goals, is he said at the beginning of the year of improving his PRs in multiple distances are starting to get some check marks. He already improved his PR by seven minutes in a 5K a few weeks ago. That's a huge PR That's a big in, a, chunk in, a, for in a 5K. 5K. Yeah. yeah. And the big goal of a marathon PR seems like it might happen in June for Rock and Roll Seattle as opposed to having to wait for Chicago and or Philly. So hopefully his fitness can continue to improve and you'll have to set a bigger goal for those fall marathons. Sweet. Yeah. Keep it going. He's in his groove. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, that is going to do it for today. Yep. Um, as we kept mentioning, uh, we'll be at Flying Pig this weekend. So next episode, I think, will be a start-to-finish recap of all those events that we're signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> and our uh, a weekend out there. Hopefully some, some good, decent weather, and it should be a fun one. So, and hopefully um, we'll meet some of you out there. Yes. So let us know if you're going to be out there. Yeah, anybody yeah. who's going to be there wants to meet up, say hi or anything, mm-hmm. just uh, shoot us an email, hit us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook, whatever. yeah, all that stuff. I think that's about it. Yeah. Um, we'll probably be at the Expo on Friday. Actually, we will be on Expo on Friday. Yeah. I guess we and we'll be at all the events, basically. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> yeah, be around. Pretty much. <laughs> Good point. All right. Uh, anything else? That's it. All right. Let's go. The website for the podcast is embracerunning.com. You could find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash embracerunning. Send us any comments, questions, or feedback at feedback at embracerunning.com or leave us a voicemail at 925-400-7223. If you enjoy the show, give us a review on iTunes. So until next time, embrace running.